joined by two other lovely people here in the studio say hello to tom hi and hello to connor i'm also here surprise surprise we have we have a we have a bit of a show coming out today because you know what what it's halloween it's literally the 31st of october like you can't get more halloween than the night on the 31st that is true but we're in here, and not many children are coming to get candy from us in costumes. No, so we're not going to be opening it, our doors for you guys. It, it could be more Halloween-y for us. But you out there! Probably not. Except we're in costume, so that helps. Yeah, we are. I'm, I'm dressed as, you know... A Splatoon character? Yeah, yeah like, like the, uh, what else would I be going? Like, you guys know me at this point. Of course I'm going Splatoon. Yeah. Inkling boy. I'm surprised you brought a bucket of paint, but here we are. The, the bucket of paint would just make... It, it's too much of a risky... It's too risky to bring a bucket of paint into a studio with this, with all this equipment around. Yeah. Exactly. Tom, what are you dressed up as today? Uh, I'm, just, I'm just a simple Pokemon trainer. I'm Ash. Oh, Red, sorry, from Heart, uh, Gold, Soul, Silver. So if at any point I'm feeling like I'm out of it, I'm just going to go... Yep. Okay. Great. You're gonna go. Ba- you, okay. Get great. You're gonna go battle and catch them all. Yes. Um. Take a take a guess what I'm dressed up as. You 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 surely you would know this. I feel like I recognize Come on. It. it. White shirt exclamation mark down the middle. Come on. Is it Mario? Oh <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no. Of course it's Bubsy. Come on. You know that. <laughs> I'm the world's greatest video game character. But holy holy cow, we've got a lot to talk about here. Talk about some spookums. Got a lot of news today, but. You know, we're all dressed up, we're all having a good time, but let's tone it down a little bit because we we live in a very serious world with a lot of serious issues. And if you are struggling in any way, shape or form, please don't hesitate to reach out to Beyond Blue at one 224 636 Kids Helpline at one 800 and finally Q Life at one 800 So uh, that is Beyond Blue, Kids Helpline and Q Life Helpline. They will um, do their best to get you through any tough times, but... Listen, hopefully we can get you through some fun, like get you in some fun times, bring up your mood, have a great time, because we've got three hours of amazing play along content. And to start off with... So exciting. we got a Ghostbusters remix by The Living Tombstone. I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen Ghostbusters in a very long time, but you're listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, James, and Tom. Woo! And the song that you just heard was Gary Ashby, and that was by Dry Cleaning. You can find that on the Sweet 16 playlist and listen to the Sunday Sweets on, guess what, Sunday at 5pm. But right now, guys, you're listening to Player One on Send. Guess what? We're a gaming show here, and then there's, like, new releases, there's news, there's all sorts of things happening around the world and around Australia relating to gaming and relating to gaming news. And, you know, we're a gaming show. We like to talk about that. So, Tom, what's Hi. been happening in the gaming sphere this week? Not a whole lot. That's it. Full stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, so we've got a bunch of news that I'll start with. First thing, a streamer completed the entire game of World of Warcraft 
by getting all of the achievements, which took the equivalent of 21,000 hours of playtime in <sighs> the world of World of Warcraft. It's, it's a fair amount of um, time to spend playing the game. I hope, you, I hope that person has earned a lot of money out of it. Yeah. I don't know. 21,000 hours. I would hope... I would think that that probably encapsulates also, like, years of playtime. Uh, well, the game came well, out in 2004. Think about yeah, that for so, context. So they've had time to get it. But yeah. There was also, there's a lot of also time, you know, playing it to get 21 hours. Well, sorry, 21,000 hours. Not 21 hours. 21,000 hours. Yeah, that's, well, um, that is a lot. Wow. Tom, you're going to figure out the maths for that, aren't you? I am. I love maths. Well... As you're doing that, Tom, what what other news do we have here? Because you've got you've still got a lot here. Okay, I'm quickly. Oh. If you played only twelve hours a day, that's going to take one thousand seven hundred and fifty hours. Okay, which is uh four point eight years. Four point eight years of if paying played, twelve hours a day. If you played twelve hours a day, Jesus. Okay, quick maths. <laughs> quick <laughs> maths featuring the calculator. Um, which I did. Uh, that didn't account for ga- uh, leap years, but whatever. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to count for the single day added. In the yeah. Uh, Genshin Impact version three point two releases this Wednesday, which will contain the final chapter. Oh, to Genshin Impact? No. Sorry, no. sadly, to the Sumeru, Sumeru. Main, Sumeru main story. Uh, Henry Cavill, this was kind of big. Oh, I was so disappointed. Okay, well, I'll talk a little bit about it. Henry Cavill to pass on the role of Geralt onto Liam Hemsworth after the next season of the Netflix Witches TV show. Uh, and Henry kind of talked a little bit about it on Instagram, stating that it's like other book-related medias, which I think is like, they, he specifically means James Bond which is, not many people know, an adaptation of a book. Um, and James Bond's a character from a book who keeps getting passed down to actors. Uh, but we've heard throughout the Witcher's development and recently in this past few months that uh, Henry Cavill was never happy. He was, he was, he was, um, he was Hamilton. He was never satisfied with uh, <laughs> the state of uh, the character of of Gerald. Oh, but he was so good. Yeah. He always so wanted good. a more complex Gerald rather than like a, hmm, I guess I'll go kill a monster and swear. Um, oh, the man was so good at the role, though. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Do you know, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Liam Hemsworth's acting. Like, he's not bad. He's no Henry. It, yeah. And it's just like, for the role, f- Henry just fit it perfectly. Well, this is actually, I guess, uh, this is kind of half related to our next piece of news and half related to this. Henry Cavill recently, uh, this is supposed to be a spoiler, but it got spoiled by The Rock himself, but (laughs) Henry Cavill returns as Superman in the new Black Adam movie for the DC Universe, and Henry Cavill is rumoured to now be coming back for a Man of Steel 2. And uh, the DC recently fired all of their, like, head-up organisers, and then the new lead of DC is James Gunn. Oh, oh, okay. He, but he's still directing Guys so he, the Galaxy. Yep. And Kevin Feige said in a post that he would be first in line to see all the new DC content that James Gunn would be behind. I guess because Kevin's probably like, oh, it's just another me that I've actually got to work with. Um, speaking of the Black sp- Adam. Speaking of DC, there's the also Rock. some more Black Adam news. Yeah, Black Adam's addition to the Multiverses game has been delayed. That's oh, all. Oh, okay. It, yep. 
Uh, okay. Amazon's enough. Fallout television show, though, has had its first photo show. Have you guys seen it? I have not. No. So it's just a photo of someone entering or leaving a vault and three people looking at them, and you can't really make out anything. Well, uh, well that is a teaser. Nice yep. little tease. That is a teaser. Yep. Well um, and truly. Remakes of the original Witcher games have been announced with CD Roge- uh, Project Red passing the developmental torch to Fool's Theory. Uh, the game will be made in Unreal Engine 5, uh, and CD Projekt Red clarified in their Twitter post that these are... Because um, remember, they had a, uh investors meeting earlier, a few months ago maybe, where they're like, oh, there's all these projects we're working on, codename this, codename that. Well, they said that this one was the project uh, codename Canis Majoris. So this is, in case you guys are like trying to figure out CD Projekt Red's secrets, this is what it is. Remakes of the original Witcher games. And I don't know yeah, I heard about that. I'm and excited for that. Someone who played The Witcher 3 well before any of the other, the originals. Like, yeah. that's cool. It'll be yeah. nice, especially because they'll probably look and feel a bit better than and Unreal The Unreal Engine 5 3. looks fantastic. Having so. someone make a game that's already designed by CD Projekt Red, but it's being programmed by a different studio, and that... There you go. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to get rid of some of the bugs, hopefully, that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I was writing the news, and there was all this news about, oh, this game's having a Halloween event, or this game's having this Halloween event, and I thought, you know what, guys, if you love a game, if there's a game you love uh, that's kind of being updated regularly, or it's got a community, just go check if it's got an update for Halloween. You know, we're still on Halloween, but most of these things go on for another week, so just go check. Halloween festivities will still remain for a little while. Uh, but yeah, Connor, I think we're on to the releases. Absolutely. Now, just for context, I have drank uh, 15 generic energy drinks, four cups of espresso, mm-hmm. um, about three different iced coffees, and just you know, just to te- just to widen the palate there, a can of Coke. But for this first one, I got a live studio audience here because we got the amazing Chicken Adventures coming to Switch. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. We love having a live studio audience here. And that's on, of course, today, Halloween. Hooray. And, of course, The Unliving coming to PC. Uh, November 1st, tomorrow, we've got Lonesome Village coming to Switch and Plot of the Druid coming to PC. November 2nd, we've got Doramon, Story of Seasons, Friends of the Great Kingdom coming to PS5, Switch, and PC. Fancy Blacksmith coming to Switch. Mario Party and Mario Party 2 coming to Switch online. The expansion pack. Make sure you get the expansion pack because that's the only way you're going to get it. Oh. And and as well those N sixty four games same controls you're gonna have the you're gonna have the uh, the grazers on your palms from trying to <laughs> waggle that yeah, analog yeah. stick. Then we have got Shadow Remastered coming to Xbox Series X and X, Xbox One, PlayStation Five, PlayStation Four, Switch, PC, iOS, and Android. I'm really getting tired of all these PS four and Xbox One guys. Seriously, stop making games with it. It's gonna make these well, lists. I don't have the I don't have the new series yet, so I well, kind of like it when it's still on the one. They're not the new series anymore. They're yeah. the current series. <laughs> Everything else is the old series. And to close out November second, we got the past. Within coming to PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. November 3rd on Thursday, we've got Beast of Maryville Island coming to PS5 and PS4. Dark Knot coming to PC. Die by the Blade coming to Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Garfield Lasagna Party. Listen, if you don't like Mondays as much as Garfield, then uh, seriously. Unfortunately, this game is releasing on a Thursday. I know. The, the irony <laughs> of this. Um, coming to Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, PS4, Switch, and PC. Ghost Song coming to Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, P- PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Iron Man VR. We saw this game ages ago. Coming here, coming out on MetaQuest and PlayStation VR. The Chant coming to Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 5, and PC. Spastel, Every Journey Leads Home coming to P- Switch and PC. The Entropy Center coming to Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, PS4, and PC. And... 
no, Friday, November 4th, Triple A Clock 2, the sequel to the fantastic cult hit Triple A Clock coming to Switch. Brats, flaunt your fashion. Oh, hello. Yep. Hell yeah, we, we're all, we're all brats here. Uh, come to Xbox Series X and X, PlayStation. Sorry, Xbox Series X and X, Xbox One, PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. And finally, to close out, November fourth, Harvest Stella coming to Switch and PC. But we're not done yet. Monday, November seventh, a week from today, Soul Soulstone Survivors coming to PC. And finally, Terracotta coming to PC to close out the week. Oh, man, I am hyped up on caffeine. Thank you to the live studio audience for being so fantastic. Just <laughs> fantastic. And we're going to head into our next song of the night, uh, Dark Palace by Ryo Nagamatsu from the Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds soundtrack. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, James, and Tom. Ooh. Food by Way Dynamic is the song that you just heard. Guys, you're listening to Player One on Sin. That song, though, however, was a part of the Sunday Suites playlist. You can find that on Spotify or on sin.org.au, where we play all of the Sunday Suites songs uh, as well. We play them on Sunday at 5 p.m., but that's not important. Okay, what's important is me, guys. You. Well, wow, very yeah. self-centered. It's true. It's wow. True. It's just like full-on <laughs> yeah, leading just... this segment saying, do you know what's important? Me. Me. Yeah, you might remember, James, when I had when I was the host of the quiz last time you were here, um, but my therapist had been telling me that I wasn't uh, selfish enough, so that's what I'm yeah. doing now. Okay, oh, okay. Wow. You're full-on full on changing yeah. gears. Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're going six... You're on gear six now, you're going reverse. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> How gracious. How um, gracious. How so, unselfish. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'll tell James on Friday. Uh, so, it's important about me because I play video games. Really? Well, so and we're we're a video game yeah, we, we, we play video games too, you know. We can, then we can do little. like a round table discussion. We can talk about all the things we played this week. Oh, I got an idea. I've been inspired by the Sunday Sweets, which is a playlist which is a collection of things that we talk about. It's music, though. But I'm going to say this is a playlist, but it's the games that we played this week. That's why I think I'll call you... this little moment right now is the playlist. Tom, we just told you what time it was, and you just told us how to build a watch. 827, so... yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, boy, that was like the longest way to get around to, hey, guys, what you been playing this week? Yeah, what have you been playing wow. this week? Well, I'll <laughs> took, start. A, took us two minutes to get I here. I know, right? Yeah. Well, I'll start. You know what? Why not? Because um, I picked up the Persona 5 Royal Switch port. Oh. Um, fantastic port. Like, if you... I'm I'm not a big JRPG guy. It's very rare that I will play one. Yeah. This is one of the exceptions to the rule. I just... I love the style of Persona 5 Royal. I love the aesthetic. I Generally, when I play JRPGs, I generally just like to breeze through it. So I just literally put it on easy mode. Not, like, very easy, but just easy. Yeah. And just playing through... It's not random encounters, which I really enjoy... There's more than just the normal JRPG trappings. You can just live a life of a student, and that's really cool. Like, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I've heard that it's it's one of those JRPGs that is more friendly to non-JRPG yes, players. Yes, it is very... It's, like, very beginner JRPG friendly. Yeah. I do really appreciate that, but... And it's good? It's a fantastic, fantastic game, but also fantastic port on Switch. Like, it stuns me that it's taken this long for the game to actually make it onto the Switch. Do you have the cartridge? Yes, I bought the physical version. Does I was it, like, is it bitter? Oh, all Switch cartridges are bitter. Mm-hmm. And you'll know what I mean. You, you, <laughs> you, you little gravy oh, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you, can't, you don't 
shake it till you've tried it. Or yeah, whatever. don't knock it till you try it. There you go. Don't knock it till you try it. You'll get used to the taste I of those think I switch cartridges. I did it in live in the studio. <laughs> <once>. <laughs> that, that, but, that would be a pleasant thing. But on to top do. of um, Persona 5 um, Royal, I've also been diving into the PlayStation Plus backlog um, to play some Toy Story 2. Okay. Um, that's, yeah, yeah. Been, that's been fantastic. Great nostalgia trip for me, especially the first two levels of the game. Really good stuff. And then to sort of close it out for me, um, I have also been diving into... Um, I did play a little bit of Scorn as well. Um, How is it? I'm, I'm slowly getting through it. So for fans of uh, HR Geiger... Yes, aesthetically. Is it, is it rewarding and Aesthetic, fulfilling? Aesthetically, it is like insanely detailed. Because I don't want to, I don't want to get too much into a, what HR Geiger is known for. No, no, we don't need to do that. But, but it doesn't have that. I haven't been too far into the game, but also I don't know HR Giga all that much. But yeah. if judging by his aesthetic, the game is pretty much dead on to what he would envision. The game itself looks really good. Um, in, and I played on an Xbox Series S, stunning visually. But the issue that I had is I went into this game going into it completely the wrong way. I really wanted it to be a very story-based um, psychological horror game. Um, this, The best comparison that I've seen online is that this is almost like playing Myst. It's very puzzle-heavy. The combat itself is probably wasn't necessarily... I, I felt like it was a late addition because it felt like pe maybe people were going to be turned off by the more puzzle-oriented gameplay. Needed some shooty, shooty McBangbangs. But, like, I don't hate the game, but I think I might not complete this one because it, I came into it with the wrong idea of what it was going to be, and I've paid for that dearly because... I'm not really big into games like Myst. I'm not really big into those real complicated puzzles. And I've had to go through a, like a guide online just to be like, how do I solve this? Because I want to progress further. So if you're into that, it's great. It's not a long game. I've heard it's like maybe four hours or so. So, you know, aesthetically, the game is very good. Like, I can't deny that. The game visually, the, the sounds of the game is really good but that's going to be it for me when it comes to what i've been playing um james what have you been playing well as always i played splatoon 3 um and as well as genshin but a game that i generally try and also play a game that i don't usually play as well as part of my weekly games assuming i have you know time to do so um I've taken up your suggestion, Tom. Oh, yes. I've seen this on Twitch. Cult of the Lamb. Yeah. yeah I, I, I actually started it, it now. Um, and I, I went on straight and turned on the Twitch integration as well. Um, when I actually get viewers in chat, it, it works really well. But sometimes I don't, and it's just sad. Um, but, yeah, I've been really enjoying all the things you can do in it. Like, you got the whole village customization as well as fighting, you know, the dungeons and is it i i haven't had any information about the game are the levels um randomly generated yes okay yeah because i went into it and i'm thinking i i had no idea if it was random generated. so i was doing the first two levels i didn't die for like the first couple and then i was like went back and like this is different yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's randomly generated it's roguelike so it's an important part of those games and the genre is having 
that diversity and the different playthroughs. Yeah. I'm actually going to do that thing where you ask me what I've been playing. Yes. I've only played one game this week and I can't talk about it until much later in the show. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yes. Love okay. that. Okay. So stay tuned for that. But you know what you can do during that meantime while you're waiting? You can go to a particular building that's supposed to be quiet and you can find the largest instrument known to man and you can play it in there. I don't think it's... I think, I think an organ's larger. Yeah, but... I don't know. They're not as common in these buildings. Library Piano! From Kumu is the next song that you're going to be listening to. That's remixed from Luigi's Mansion 2, Dark Moon. And guys, you're listening to Player One. Where are you listening to Player One on, guys? On Zoom! And what you just heard was Say You Don't Mind by Taken by Trees. And before that, you heard a Library Piano by Kumu from a remix from Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. You're listening to Player One on Zoom with James. Connor and my... Can't speak to... I nearly called myself Tom. How about that? That would have been crazy. I know. Wow. So, yeah, you'll you'll listen to Play One Scene with James, Connor and Tom. So, guys, it's it's the spooky seasons. It's the Halloween seasons. But what... Now, we don't necessarily have to go horror in this direction here. Yeah. But what do you think are some good games for Halloween as a whole? Well, my personal one, and it's probably one of the more... It's non-horror, and it's very well known. It's Luigi's Mansion. Um, obviously, it's the Luigi's Mansion three was actually released on Halloween, on that, the year that's of release. Right, twenty twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. That was it. Yeah. Oh, I remember Gooigi. Yeah. Yeah, Gooigi, Gooigi. But yeah, it's a really good game to play. It's got ghosts. It's got ooh spooky. <laughs> it's got but a like, mad it's not. It's got a green Italian plumber. It's scary stuff. <laughs> scary stuff, but yeah, it's it's a good game to play. It's relaxing. It's especially Luigi's Mansion Three. The lighting is on point. If you have not seen the how Luigi's Mansion Three looks, it is stunning. For a it is one of the best looking Switch games. I highly there. agree with that. I have, yeah. Especially the I love the opening cut scene with that and the lighting from when yeah. they go and like from the bus itself. Fantastic. Oh, I completely agree. I've never played any of the <laughs> games, which is going to be important later. Oh, fantastic. Well, I think... Now, I'm going to go in the direction of horror, but I'm going to go for one that has a very good social setting to it. Right. So, I've got two here. One's going to be very brief. Uh, Trivia Murder Party from Jackbox Party Pack. Yep. That's a good one to do because it is sort of like a horror-y kind of thing. And it's a good one to play for your friends as well. Exactly. It's, it's Jackbox. Yep. And... One that is specifically horror-based, but also really good to play with multiple people, is any game that is in the Dark Pictures anthology, because each of those games has multiplayer, but going through them, it is basically Now, just... what's the Dark Pictures anthology? Ah, so it's made by the creators of Until Dawn. It's their series of games that is being published by... Um, by um, Bandai Namco, a fantastic set of games. There's one coming out next month, which I'm very excited about. But it's each of them have multiplayer, but it's also basically playing an interactive horror movie mm. where each choice can lead to a death. Each There are so many different endings for each game. Um, so highly recommend that for a social setting because it's a game we can turn off the lights, grab like some popcorn or some drinks, like just like just some soft drinks and just like have like a, even go like get like a frappe, like a frappe and some ice cream and just sort of enjoy it and get spooked a bit by some of the horror 
elements of the game. Specifically, um, I would say out of the ones that are probably the scariest, I'm going to say Little Hope and Man of Medani are going to be t your two good ones. Though The Killer in Me looks like probably the scariest one of the lot. That I'm really excited for next month. Dark Pictures Anthology games, Until Dawn, The Quarry, all the same. Love them all. Um, great games for Halloween itself because it really fits into that vibe. Tom, what sort of you, what's your thinking when you think about Halloween? Halloween. So I have a lot. I'm a massive horror game fan. Um, and uh, I thought about this. Okay, what's a horror series that kind of is spooky uh, and gets in that vibe? Uh, and I thought, okay... Depending on whether you want a game that's horror-based, that, that might scare you, or depending on whether you want a game that's not going to scare you but is still, like, horror-themed, I think the entire Resident Evil franchise fits those... Like, all the games fit different niches. Yeah, 110%. Like, if you play, like, the first one, or the remake of the first one and the second one, um, or seven, uh, not eight, because eight's a bit more goofy, <laughs> uh, you'll be like, oh, okay, this is a horror game. Uh, but as you get into more like, oh, you play Resident Evil 4 or 5, you'll be like, what, what is, this is not scary. Yeah, I can tend to agree. I reckon for Halloween purposes, given how popular the characters were, uh, Resident Evil Village is probably probably the best one of the lot to yeah, play. Yeah, for cause, Halloween. Yeah, because everyone wants to see Lady Demetresque. Who, yeah, it's who got, doesn't? It's got like vampires, it's got like werewolves, it's got... Uh, it's got puppets. It's got, you spray yourself. Yes. I spray myself every Halloween with uh, deodorant. Is that your healing? Is that your healing potion? Like yeah. that's how you get through. You get your hand cut off by Lady Demetrius. Oh yeah, let me just get some deodorant on that. Oh look at that, my hands back. <laughs> but hey, heading into our next song, do we have any last words by Hoyo Mix from Genshin Impact OST? <laughs> did you see what I did there? I did. I, I did. I did. It, yeah. It's good. We like doing those segments. Yeah, yeah. And except people at home heard what you said. Though. Exactly. But you're listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Tom, and James. Ooh. And the song that you just heard was Sand on the Beach by Fiddler. Guys, you're listening to Player One Onsen, and it's the spooky season. It's Halloween on the dot. So I have to ask you guys, what... And I, I actually, I'll, I'll, I'll go first, because mine's probably not the go biggest jump scare. But what has been your biggest jump scare in a video game? So yeah, you go first. I'll go James. first. So mine's from Ocarina of Time. And there is one creature, one enemy in Ocarina of Time that is so iconic that its scream alone sends shivers down people's spine. And that's a re-dead. So if you don't know what it is, it's the mummy-looking-like enemy. When it screams, like it does a literal scream, it freezes you in place and you can't move and then slowly walks to you if it and if it you get if it gets to you before the freeze timer has run out, um, it chokes you to death. Like full on bear hugs you and chokes you to death. Cool. So that is and and then I played that when I was six as well. So traumatized. Tra yeah, traumatized. <laughs> so this just word. happens out of nowhere. Or? Yeah. So like you could be going, you might know there's readers in the area, but sometimes you don't, and suddenly you hear the scream, and you're literally frozen in place and you can't move is that you is it you're just so scared you just don't know how to use a controller anymore <laughs> it's both it's both in the game and me personally that's so interesting i've never played ocarina of time that much i thought you had i've played the first maybe two hours or one hour 
Right. I always find it so boring. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I think it's just because it's like it established a lot of like basis for modern games, modern RPGs uh, and adventure games that I'm like, eh, I don't know, this doesn't hit it for me. So what gave you the spookums? Um, so I, I, I wasn't always a huge fan of horror and it started because I... Uh, as a kid, I was I was a kid when Slender Man was like really popular. Uh, it was really, okay. really popping off. Yeah, it was like 2012. Yep. I was 12. Do the maths for yourselves, guys, to figure out my age any year. God, you guys make me feel old. Yeah, <laughs> you have to do the maths. How old were you in 2012? I was oh, 15. Does calculator? Uh, so hard. I was 15. It's too late for me to use a mental calculator. So I just said 2012. Oh yeah, 12. <laughs> Easy. 1988. I was not even born. Even easier. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, Slender Man was pretty popular, and I wasn't a fan of horror games, but my sister was, and we had to go to karate that night. Yes, I know. Strange. 12-year-old time. Um, and she was playing in the room. I was like, oh, come on, sis. Let's go. Let's go go to karate. And I, like, turn around and look at the TV that she's looking at. And then the Slenderman jump scare animation plays. And I, like, screamed so much uh, that my parents got... They yelled, I would say, as equally uh, much right back at me. And I was put off for video games and horror games for so long. I know it's not, like, a huge jump scare. It's not even that big. It's just Slenderman. It's in the first game where it's just, like, the static. It's not even that scary comparative to now. But I I can't. It, it, it just it, it sent me. And uh, ever since I rue the day that Slenderman did that to me, and I have become a horror game enthusiast, I, be- I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get good at this. I'm not gonna be crippled by this fictional faceless man. And it, it sort of worked. And now horror is your favorite genre. Yeah, I, d- I can't deal with jump scares though. But that's completely unrelated. <laughs> you can't deal with jump scares, but you, your favorite genre is horror. Yeah, because good horror doesn't rely on jump scares. That is, that, that, I, that I will agree with. That I will 100% agree with. But I'll go with a game that some people will call it a horror game, um, mm. Subnautica. Okay, and yeah. you, you may know what I'm thinking. And this was the first time I ever encountered a Reaper Leviathan. So... If I recall correctly, this may have been around 2018, 2019, because the game had a physical release around that time period. I picked it up on the PlayStation 4, and I'm just roaming around. I'm near the Aurora. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'll just gather some materials. And then I just hear something off in the distance. I'm going, oh. So I turn around, and I see it off in the distance, and I go, Oh no! So I bolt back to my uh, my little seam off, and then little do I know that it's been following me this entire time. And I get jump scared by the Reaper Leviathan eating me alive, and <laughs> this was a genuine reaction. I threw my controller at the TV as just a reaction. No, no. Okay, keep in mind, there is some distance between myself and the television, so it didn't hit anything. No televisions were broken, but (laughs) I I immediately threw the controller out of just shock. 
I ran to my PS4 and just turned it off. <laughs> I, 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 I ripped the power cord out of the socket and I did not touch. I could not touch Subnautica for maybe about two years afterwards until I gave it oh. a second chance back when it came out on Switch. That, that's a lot of damage. No, that's a was, lot. That's a was, lot of psychological damage. It was just so... Because uh, it was just that immediate moment of like, Oh no, I just see it off in the distance and I know it's bad news, so I run off and it still gets me. Um, even when I encounter a Reaper Leviathan now, it still sort of gives me a little bit of a jump, but nowhere near as bad as it once did. Um, but James, speaking of jump scares, you know, listen, you like some scary stuff. What kind of, what kind no, of I scary? Don't. Oh, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't oh, play oh, horror. I was like, what I'll sort do. of scary music do we have? Do we have anything scary? No. Oh, okay. But we have a great friend. Grand Cocope. A friend of the show. Friend of the show, Grand Cocope. He's really scary. Have you seen his face? Just kidding. Oh, oh wow. 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 Yeah, Tom, Gr- you, you would do our friend like that. Grant Cocope, you're a handsome man. Yep. Handsome man. We made a handsome track inside the mansion that's coming up next. It's from the Banjo-Kazooie original soundtrack. And guys, you're on Player One. <laughs> on Sin. Moment I'm gone. By Cooks and Bakers is the song that you just heard. You're listening to Play One on Sin. I am the Crypt Keeper. And I am here to tell you all about the amazing things that Player One has to offer on this Halloween night. First of all, you can find all about Player One and all of their fun, cool crew and the fun, amazing shows that they do on their social media, which is at Player One Sin on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Of course, if you want to reach out to the crew, send a message or answer their quiz, this is the way to do it. If you love any of the music or you just want to listen along after in the podcast form, you can check out Player One on YouTube, which is at Player One Sin. You can find a playlist of every week's audio and music. Of course, there are pre-recorded shows from years and years of a bygone age on our Omni, our Google Podcast, our Apple Podcast, and our Spotify. Of course, that is Player One Sin. Coming up, we're going to be talking about horror and unconventional horror games, as well Luigi's Mansion. Stay tuned, though, because Tom's special quiz is coming up later in the evening. Who let this old man in? Seriously, get him out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> no! Hey, hey, you... we gotta respect our elders, you know? You know, no, 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 no. I know what he's doing. Hey, listen, I know who's really all behind this. Michael Transactions! I knew it would be you. Yeah, I... Don't just... try to take over this show. It's just what happens when you get bought out, uh, We eventually... I'm going to buy you Player One. <laughs> no, I am. I, I refuse For... to be in Overwatch 2's Battle Pass. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have so much involved. Everyone becomes a Battle Pass. Oh, get out of here. Okay, there it goes. We got everything. 
Ah, we got good. We got, we got rid of him. We got rid of him. Oh, thank the Lord. James, can we just move on to the next song so we can clean up the studio? He, <laughs> Surely. He left, he left all of his KFC in here. <laughs> See, it's still alive. We, we, you know what we need to go? Where we need to go to get rid of this? Where? Of this mess? We need to go to the potion shop from the Ocarina of Time into the soundtrack. That's my Koji Kondo, guys. You're listening to Player One. Oh, Sin! No, I'm still here! Ah, we didn't go! Here. No, he's still here! Oh, don't hit me! And the song that you just heard was Mercury. And that was by Max Glide, STNZA, Cookie with zeros instead of O's, and Young Shogun. Guys, you're listening to Player One on Synth. Myself, James, Tom, and Connor. And now it's Halloween. Yes. As we keep on saying, if you've been here throughout the show, we start at 8 p.m. every Monday, Australian Eastern Daylight Time, um, of course, because... Daylight savings is a thing. Yeah. And that's where that's, we that's live. The real, that's the real spooky. It's the real spooky. Oh, you just lost an hour of your day. Oh, <laughs> oh no. The scariest Speaking part. of spooky things, Halloween is the spooky season and it's the season when it's, you know... It's the prime time to play some horror games. And I'm personally not one to play horror games, so I'll let you guys talk amongst yourselves, completely indulge yourselves in a pure six minutes of horror talk. Go! Well, to be honest, I love to... Ever since probably, I'm going to say like 2016, horror has really come into its own in terms of a mainstream uh, genre because like even in the multiplayer sort of side of things, like... I've been really getting really getting back into Dead by Daylight itself. Oh, and I yeah. just love even just playing like on my own and playing with randoms, I just love the thrill. Like that just that. I think in, the that last thrill. time you were on the show we said we would go and play Dead by Daylight. Oh, together, did we? And we didn't end up doing that because oh. Jay was here too. Oh, okay, well and Jay and I play a lot of Dead by Daylight. Well, we can, we he can got change. a full time job. We can change that. We, we can, can change, change that. that. I I am I'm, I'm free. I'm I'm thinking I uh, so I think the reason horrors had such a uh uh, I don't want to say renaissance. It's almost like the golden age of horror. Um, but it's hard to say. It's not behind well, us. To, uh, there's been... it. it all, everything comes in ebbs and flows. Yeah. But, like, I'd say this has probably been, like, the peak of horror because a part of that is due to the growth of gaming technology. We have yes. more visually stunning games, so people can re have their visions become more of a reality. And with horror... Or an actual reality with VR. Well, I think or, or VR. even more so with sound design. Yeah. Because, like, sound design is a huge part of be- getting you immersed in a horror. Uh, and sound technology is something that's improved so much. One thing that I hope I do see from a lot of games... Now, Hellblade Center was Sacrifice mm-hmm. does this... Well, it was a part of the appeal of the game to play it with headphones. Um, 3D audio, I don't... We don't get enough horror games doing that. I want that to become like a full-on staple of horror games. It, like I think it depends on the the horror experience you have, but like you can have a very atmospheric, like cinematic experience. Yeah. And, um, and I'm such a cinema nerd. I I've set up my space at home where I watch movies and where I play video games. Same space. Um, all the lights off with these headphones I'm wearing in the studio right now, and it's very much kind of like I just turn off all the lights and listening to like creaks of the wood and the forest or something that are around me yeah like... that's that's what i'm really like obviously i'm i'm pretty sure both of you have discussed this but the silent hill 2 remake i'm so um, excited i am so cautiously optimistic for it and only for one reason 
And that's because Bloober Team is developing it. I was going to say I'm excited because Bloober Team's developing it. I'm thinking the opposite. And that's only because those... I'm going to use the medium as their example. Okay, yeah. I did enjoy... I forgot that they made that. I enjoyed the medium Mm -hmm. up to a point. I just don't think... Firstly, I want this to succeed. Yeah. I really want Bloober Team to knock this out of the park and... The, That's I how think, I felt about Anthem. <laughs> oh, we knew that was a failure from the start. But the good thing about this is that they're not making their own IP. Yeah. It, this is a ga- This is a remake of a game. Out of all the developers, unfortunately, I do think Bloober Team was probably the only real option that they had. Bloober Team, so have you played Observer? Um, I, ha- I have seen it. It is on uh, sort of like my two-play list. I, I don't know. It didn't really do it for me. But Layers of Fear... Is Bloober Team. Yeah. I And, and I really like Layers of Fear. I was pretty mixed on that one, but I did like the medium up to a point. I thought their storytelling was absolutely garbage okay. towards the end. Yes, I haven't played it. Um, yeah, starts off well, takes a nosedive like maybe three quarters of the way through. Um, but given that this is an IP that they don't have and they're just recreating a story, I really do. I do want this to succeed and I hope that this is where it's going to be really difficult. You want to have the quality of life improvements to a game like this, but as well, I think the real difficult part and what I think may either turn me to the game or turn me away to the game, or or from the game rather, is whether it feels like Silent Hill 2. Because Silent Hill 2 has a very specific feel to it, and goddamn, as someone who suffers from severe depression, like that game is depression-inducing. I want that feeling... In the Silent Hill 2 remake. Well, someone who has anxiety, I don't know if I've talked yeah, about that on the radio before, um, I think that's like a lot of horror games I really like are the ones that make me super anxious, which is definitely very counterproductive I know, to my day. For, it's very bad, but at the end of the day, it, what, it's what makes the game really yeah. good. There was but... a game I played at PAX that like, I put on the headphones and I turned the volume up way louder than they had it preset. And I was talking with the developers and I came out and I was like, shaken. And I was like, oh, and there was a jump scare in it that genuinely had me like jump mm. out of my seat. Uh, that I nearly mentioned as my jump scare. But I was no, like, okay. yeah, I'll save it for when we talk about that game at some point. Mm. But goddamn, like I'm super excited for Silent Hill 2. Um, it's going to be one of those games where no matter who you, like no matter what you think about it, there's always going to be that contingency of fans that's just going to be like, this game sucks, this isn't Silent Hill 2. But it's like, yeah, you can't I mean, please it's already it. happened. Yeah, and you can't please everyone. That's the reality. You can never please anyone. I just hope that I want Blue Team to really do a good job with this. I want this to succeed because, God damn it, the Silent Hill 2 franchise, or Silent Hill franchise, doesn't get enough love um, as it has yeah. been from Konami. I feel like I just want more horror games based in a foggy town in the Pacific Northwest. You know, I need more Twin Pines-inspired horror. I feel like at the moment I'm just left with the leftovers. You know, I'm just well, got the scraps. Well, listen, we're going from Silent Hill two to something a lot, a lot less horror-y. Yeah. Um, but spooky scraps. Uh, don't get spooked by uh, Tomoya Tomita for Yoshi's Woolly World. God damn, what a turnaround there! You're listening to Player One on oh my Sin. God, it sounds so ominous. You know, right? With... It's it's this is Yoshi's Woolly World, believe it or not. Oh I my do God. believe it. On Player One. On, on Sin. Sin. And the song that you just heard was Lieber. In vain by Mac the Knife. Guys, you're listening to Player One on Sin, but that song that you just heard just then, that's from the Sweet 16 players. You can listen to that every Sunday at 5 pm on the Sunday Sweets. 
But right now, it's Halloween. We're talking about horror, Halloween. You know, it's that season. But yeah. guys, it's not always about horror. It's sometimes that unconventional horror. So tell me now, as someone who doesn't play horror, what are some unconventional So this games? is something I put down because I was thinking about horror games that might be more enticing to people who are like, oh, I don't want to just play a first-person survival horror game, which is kind of like the mainstream horror game at the moment. Um, and that doesn't have to be the horror game you play. Have you seen third-person Resident Evil? I don't know why the smirk on Connor's face is just making me want to giggle. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to get some horror games I like and share them with you uh, and give you kind of like a perspective on horror games that aren't necessarily like, oh, okay, uh, you know, I'm running around the woods. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Cool, let me, let okay. me hear it. I don't know why that took me so long. So obviously I think a, a, a great one to share immediately from the start is Doki Doki Literature oh, Club. Yes. Yeah, this is, this is a very explicit game. As well, it is... Um, if... If you suffer from severe mental illness... This is not the game for you. Yeah, stay is, far if this, away. If, if you have uh, friends who suffer from mental illness as well, if it, like you have mental illness problems adjacent to your life, I would mm. say this is just definitely keep, not the Keep game away from this. Yeah. Just, just while we're in talking about it's this, I'll, I'll just quickly mention the helplines if you do yes. need yeah, to that's a great please one. go out it. and reach those people. So while we're on this, so obviously some very serious games require some very serious topics. Um, numbers that you can call to help you with any sort of things that you might be experiencing beyond blue at one three hundred two two four six three six. The kids helpline at one eight hundred five five one eight hundred and the Q Life helpline at one eight hundred one zero four five two seven. So again, that's the Beyond Blue helpline, the kids helpline, and the Q Life helpline. Now, go for it. Yeah. Okay, now, what if what if you don't want one that's uh, that is overtly traumatizing yeah I guess. yeah trauma Some, themed something where you can go into leaving it being happy yeah so what if you're a fan of horror games or if you're a fan of mobile as a platform or like tablets uh i recommend the room oh okay yeah so this is no, this, it's, this it's one, got like it's a horror game where you just solve a puzzle box and the puzzle box gets more and more complicated as you go along and it like transports you to different locations and it's eerie it's not like... It's just atmosphere-based. Yeah. So it's got a bit of like, oh, you know, uh, it creeps me out. And I've played it in VR and it, it did it creep me out a lot. I was like, I don't know how if, if I can really stand this right now. Um, even though there's nothing overtly like, oh, I'm a psycho killer out behind the curtain. <laughs> kind of, you know. Oh, no jump scares or anything like that either. No. No. There, um, there's not. And another one that uh, kind of is eerie and tells a story as you play it, which this is more Halloween kind of matching, is um, Viscera Cleanup Detail. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I've, so I've this is this your a cleanup crew for horror events that have already happened. Or you work at, like, horror-themed horror, horror -themed places. Yeah, so you, you're picking up body parts, putting them in incinerator, cleaning up like the, the blood from the, the floors spaces, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, mopping up the blood, yeah. There's one that's, like, specifically inspired by one of my favourite horror films, The Thing, um, where you go to, like... Oh, I've seen The Thing, and I'm not a fan. The original <laughs> one, or... Yeah, the, the original, yeah. Yeah, John Carpenter's The Thing. Love it so much, easily. Highly recommend it, guys, if you want to watch a horror movie tonight, if you have the time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't... We well, got an hour and a half, two and a half hours. If you listen to Player One, it's 9.27pm. You're probably going to be heading to bed straight after this. Yeah. 
Uh, and it, yeah, you just clean up and you kind of you live the post events of horror story. And it, it can give you that like, oh, haha, that's what a horror game's like. But uh, another one I think that I'll kind of finish this off on is one of my, uh, a game I really recommend. And it, I finished this in two and a half hours. Um, oh, okay, actually, I'll say two. Pony Island, where you play just like a game that's called Pony Island. And as you progress through it, you learn about how the game's actually crafted and it's, it's a passageway to Satanism or whatever. Uh, and another game uh, made by the same developers is Inscription. So if you've played Inscription, it's a card deck building roguelite. Oh, but you li- you're doing this. it in a creepy mansion. And okay, I think I've heard of this one. Yeah, it's also like vaguely horror related, but it's not like you have a game inside of this that you, you can just kind of ignore the horror elements and get past it. But yeah, I, I don't have the run sheet up because I was looking at my games. Well, what what you might need to do to get to the run sheet, you might need to have a little bit of a waltz, a little bit of a dance. A little dance. A little dance. Waltz of the booze. By Koji Kondo and Mahita Yokota. That's from Super Mario Galaxy's original soundtrack. And guys, while we are in Halloween, you're also listening to Player One on CN. I Saw You by Young Fathers is the song that you just heard. Guys, if you like that song, if you like songs like that song or any of the other songs we've been playing tonight, especially the ones that we back announced, uh, you should check out sin.org.au. That's syn.org.au for the Sunday Sweets playlist. That includes all of the music that gets played on the Sunday Sweets show on Sunday at 5 p.m. That's also on Spotify. But, guys, you've been talking a lot about it. Nintendo. Okay, I know you love Nintendo, James. I do. Uh, but I do like p- my Personally, Nintendo. I don't ever get scared by Nintendo unless, of course, we're talking about ROMs and emulators. Then I might get a bit, Ooh, like, that's lawsuit weird. scared. Ooh. That's you guys the real horror of seem Nintendo. to really like Luigi's Mansion. I said before, I don't get it. Because I've never played it. it. <laughs> I probably would get it if I'd played it. Yeah, well then, go play it. Well, while I go, go ponder go, go, which one to play, because there's three of them. We'll yeah. play three. Yeah, play three. Does it? Do they all occur in a mansion? No. Well... Yes, no. but no. <laughs> so yes, it's okay. a no. Well, yes. Yes, but no. yes, but no. So, Luigi's Mansion 1. Mm-hmm. It was a single mansion. I believe Luigi won the mansion. I'm pretty sure. I don't sure. know. I, I don't know. Um, I've never I'm played sure that the was first the back- one. I, I haven't played it either. I'm pretty sure there's a backstory on it. Um, and there's ghosts. And he catches it. I don't know the main storyline of Luigi's Mansion 1. Luigi's Mansion 2. Yeah. Bit of an upgrade. Um, you've got a small town of mansions. Whoa. Call um, me it's, you got a, South you... Yarra. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That was a little local joke that I probably got completely incorrect. I don't know where all the rich people live. Oh, don't worry. The live studio audience loved it. Tarnit. <laughs> there you go. Is that it? Did I get that one right? Thank you. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a studio. It's a, not a studio. A small town of mansions and you go through the levels and you, um, you've, there's four levels on roughly, no, it's more than four, um, on each mansion. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion 3 you're no longer going in multiple buildings. You've now got one building again, but it's a little bit tall. It's a skyscraper hotel. Luigi's Hotel, they should have called it. Yeah. I know, right? It's a little bit, it's a little bit big to be a mansion at well, that Well, then what point. are they going to do next? I know. So that's, that's what we're wondering. That's what we're wondering. Well, James, I thought you probably had the most logical, logical step for I, the series. Yes. So where... Obviously, he's gone, it's gone bigger and bigger. We've got the initial... A single mansion, tiny middle mansion. Probably wasn't actually. It was a pretty That's big, big mansion. Old mansion. Um, then we got the other 
mansions, multiple mansions, and then we have a hotel. The next logical step is a cruise ship. Okay, so it's like a sideways building. Yeah. So you're progressing. You can still have levels. Cause yeah, decks. Cruise decks. decks. Yes. Guys, sorry. Sea-related things. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. Luigi I, I actually have never deck. been on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah. I've never been on a cruise ship before. I should probably do that at some point. Well, all boats have decks. All ships have decks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cruise ship. It's but then again, that's also quite similar to a hotel. Yeah. yeah but I think it makes the most logical sense. It like, does. Why not do uh, it you know on what a I cruise want? ship? What Luigi, but prison because I want him to serve his time, his crimes. <laughs> What's Luigi done? Well, that's what we find out. It starts with him in court, oh, it I guess. Starts, it starts <laughs> with him finding out why he's incarcerated. Yeah. Oh no. Well, I'm going in a completely different direction where we're not just going to do a location. But a whole gameplay shift. I thought of uh, basically Dead by Daylight, but Luigi's Mansion. Now, you can take this in one of two ways, where you have Luigi trying to escape the mansion from the booze, and he's got to maybe not repair generators, but he's got to do something related to escaping the So, because, like, Luigi's not always on the heel. Like, he's not always on the back foot. No, no, not always. He's kind of, like, moving forward, but, like, slowly. Like, all the ghosts are like, oh, I'm going to get you. And then he's like, oh, vacuum. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, but this would have him be fully, like... Vacuumless. Yeah. But then you could take it in the other direction of you're playing as the booze, trying to escape Luigi with the vacuum, and you gotta you got to avoid being sucked up in the vacuum because you might res- you could respawn in, an un- in the very disappointing area of the map where everything's so far away. Yeah. One... Other idea I did have. Oh, hit us oh. with it. Um, not for Luigi Mansion 4, Luigi Mansion 5, because it doesn't make sense to do it at 4. Because you have to do it after the cruise ship. Yeah, you have to do it after the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Um, Luigi Mansion 5 is like in um, hell or in some <laughs> brand, like, yep. like booze. No. Le- like, they, he goes to the booze, like, you Hades totally style. Understand. This is the sequel to mine, okay? First Luigi serves his time on Earth. And then he serves his time in hell. <laughs> what about we could do like maybe a, like a Mario is missing clone, but Luigi is missing. Yeah, that that, yeah. that works. That that Mario is missing worked right. Yeah, Mar- yeah. Mario Mario's Mario's townhouse. Yeah, Mario. I can't I can't do the the Luigi Mario. Mario. Yeah, that that's much better. I'm not. Mario. I'm not gonna do it. Do you know what's also like pretty pretty iconic from Luigi's Mansion, other than the the call out for Mario? Mario. Uh, the dude, the weird looking science. Dude. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. What the, else? The, what else? The Virtual Boy. Yeah, yeah. We're getting getting there. Getting closer. Oh, getting closer. The vacuum. Yes, yes. The the Virtual Boy was closer. The oh. mansion itself. Closer. I'm I'm getting further. I feel. Luigi. It's the theme song. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you, is there vacuum noises in the background of the theme song? I no. wish. Oh no, there's no vacuum. This is Luigi's Mansion theme by Shogo Sakai. This is actually from Super Smash Brothers Brawl. It's not actually from Luigi's Mansion. This version. Mm. Um. But yeah, guys. You know. Luigi's Mansion. We talk oh, about it's so it. Spooky. It is. It's <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. On player one. On sin. 
And what you just heard was Free Flow by Arno Faraji, uh, part of Sin's Sweet 16 playlist. Go check it out every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. Now, before we get into that, that did have some no- that song did have some naughty language in it. So if there was children in your car, guess what? We've just traumatized them. Now they're going to say a lot <laughs> yeah, of no, they're no, going to say they're some gone. they're gone. Yeah, they're going to say some naughty words now, but that's okay. Don't don't blame us. I don't know. Just just play it. Just blame yourself for having player one on but that's okay <laughs> we can blame the there's um there's there's a team that picks the sweet 16 oh yep yeah, no don't blame week. them they're wonderful they're actually amazing people exactly. well, it, was, it was actually a really good song it was just yeah. a sh- just a shame that your kids are now traumatized but yeah, that's okay and, and that they use the word yes <sighs> see naughty words um but you're listening to player one on scene with connor james and tom now tom we t- every week you look high and low for a local game yeah and I, um, I've been very busy this week. I've been building uh, a costume for a friend's dance competition, which was last night. It was amazing. Shout out, Maddie, regular listener. Uh, but we, uh, I found the time to look for an Aussie game that was horror based. Because I was like, I should Ooh. do that. You should do that. It's do horror that. week. Uh, and of course, I was thinking indie. I could go beyond that. To other stuff, which I think might be next week, we'll talk about a non-indie game that I've played a ridiculous amount of time on. But it's always nice to get like those indie games because indie games like they can be some real hidden gems out there. Yeah, and I think that they kind of like evoke the heart of the industry and like especially stuff that I really love, like creatives. I guess I don't know. It's hard to explain why I'm so passionate about indie stuff. I think it's mostly because. Indie developers, it feels much more human. There's like there's a lot more personality and art in in some of these pieces. Of course, that doesn't take away from big things that we've seen, like uh, like The Last of Us. I could say is a piece that I really love that has a lot of personality. But not the point. This week I played DAP, D A P. You know DAP. I do you know, not know DAP. You know how people pim- dapping up? They like they do that like they they high five. Yeah, if Jay was here, he would be doing it with me, but he decided to have a Halloween party. I don't know it. That's fine. I'm uncultured. That's fine. The game itself is completely unrelated (laughs) to the handshake. Um, So the game came out last year, uh, but it's been in pre-release for a little while, uh, and it was made in uh, Melbourne by Melting Pot, a parrot. Super local, super local. Super super local. Maybe they're made right next door to you, audience member. Uh, Maybe. They could be. They could be the audience member. For they all might we know. even be. Hi, how's it going? Dap. Uh, so, <laughs> well, melting. If you're listening, that'd actually be really hilarious. That would be pretty cool. Uh, so, Dap is a uh, 2D kind of almost isometric uh, action adventure game that you play as a uh, a forest spirit, taking care of these little creatures called Daps. They're like little little dudes that follow you around, and you have right. to explore a uh, a dark, corrupted, um, like, forest, I guess, of woods. And it's very, it's very beautiful. This game it's looks like 2D. stunning. It's 2D. It's so, pixel art. Kind, that's kind of giving me Ori and the Blind Forest vibes from that. Yeah, so it's not like a platformer like that where you, where up is up, where you go up. It's right. kind of like up is north. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. And you go around this forest and oh, yeah, you yeah, take yeah, care of it, yeah, make yeah, sure yeah, that these yeah. fragile things... I wrote in my notes that it kind of reminded me of Pikmin, where as Olimar, you got to make sure your Pikmin are chill. 
Yeah. But in this, you got to make sure your daps are chill because the forest is is freaky. It, it like okay, so this is two D. It's pixel art. I I genuinely was scared at points in this game, which is kind of hard to explain because I, we were talking about it before. Art and the immersion sometimes isn't just how you look at a game and think, okay, that's scary. It's it's also how it sounds, you know. And, and sound design is so critical. Yeah, because you you fall into the rhythm and in the space of listening to this game. And of course, um, you can actually buy the original soundtrack with DAP. It's on sale on Steam at the moment because it's like spooky season. Uh, but if you don't want to pay for it, there's a prologue that was released as like a demo before the game came out that you can check out that's t- entirely free that's got like a little experience about how the game goes. And this game itself, you can play, it takes around 11 hours and it has two endings in it as well. Uh, I don't know. I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's hard to sell uh, because it feels very... Uh, in fact, I think um, Studio Ghibli, there's those little little glowy faces in uh, Princess Monomoko. Oh, I don't know if that's gone, if you guys so. get that. I think, I think, I think, I mean, yeah, I think I'm getting that, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful game, This, but it's also scary. Take care of your daps, okay? And also your daps in real life, the new ones that we do. I wonder if they knew that that was, that was coming up. you got to teach me that during the break. I'll, I'll make sure to. Guys, if you like Pony Island, if you like Melbourne, if you like horror games, check this out. DAP, uh, it's on Steam. It's on sale at the moment. Or you can get the prologue. On uh, what platforms? Just just PC? I think just PC. Okay. It's developed by, yeah, like in Melbourne um, through lockdown. They won some awards at like PAX 2020. The inter- like the online oh, okay, one. okay. Uh, but... While, while you look at look it up, while you're driving, while you're hanging out at home, you can listen now to The Castle Menu by Alan Simpson. That's a part of the FNAF Help Wanted original soundtrack. Guys, you are listening to Player One on Sim. Heart Gets Locked by Keelan Mack was the song you just heard, guys. You're listening to Player One on Sin, And you know what? We're too thirds through the show that does mean we're nearly at the end unfortunately but that also does mean you get a time check in in case you don't have access to a clock um the time is currently 9 59 p.m here in melbourne like a new year's eve clock we're just waiting for it to hit 10 p.m so we can fire so we can actually say it's the top of the hour yeah actually just like give me give me literally 20 seconds and then it will change but while we're waiting for that, if you do want to look at us at other platforms outside of where you're listening to us right now, you can find us at Player One Sin on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, because YouTube now has handles, so you can just search at Player One Sin, and you'll find us right there. And now it's ten o'clock on the dot. Hey, so yeah, top, 10 of, the o- top of the hour. Let's go, hey. Player One on Sin. Um, also, if you're listening live and do want to catch up on any of our previous episodes, including previous season, years back too as well, you can find those on all of the podcast platforms, that being Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And, you know, we've got a lot more content coming up for the rest of the show today. And actually, one more thing. On the socials while well. I still got that. If you do are listening on those podcast platforms or you just want to find the songs that you've been listening to today, you can actually find the entire playlist of the songs that we've played 
on our YouTube channel. Just go to Player One Sin. Uh, season four, week five, and I've even re- got this one Halloween special in the title there to make it so much easier for you to find. But for the rest of the show today, we're going to be talking about what is coming up during November. There's a lot of big games coming, and we're going to be diving into that as well. We have Tom Squid, who's Tom's Quiz, who he is rapidly typing away, searching up some information for the kids right now over in the background. But sometimes we do talk about some serious topics here on the show, and if you do need to reach out to some people beyond your friends and family, those numbers are out there to help you. That being Beyond Blue at one 224 636 the Kids Helpline at one 800 500 and the QLife Helpline at one 800 Now... Obviously, we're a gaming show here at Sen, and we like to play gaming music. And not only are we a gaming show, it's Halloween, so we get to play some Halloween, some spooky gaming music. What you're going to be listening to next is from the Resident Evil Revelations original soundtrack. It is Hall. So it's from the Hall, I'm guessing. From That's by uh, Kota and Takashi Mura. Guys, as I said... You're listening to Player One on Sin. And what you just heard was Happy by Slotface, a part of Sin's Sweet 16 play. Let's go check it out Sunday Sweets every every 5 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Listen, we've got a public holiday tomorrow here in Victoria. I'm ready for it. I'm tired. We need it. We need it. I'm a tired man. But you know what? You're listening to Player One here on Sin with Connor, James, and Tom. Now, we're heading into the month of November very soon, nearly, nearly at the end of 2022, and... You know, still got some games coming out. We've still got things to talk about. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go through the the list, and I want to get some yays, some nays, some eh, or some ah, no, nah, that can go, bugger off, uh, or and just share some opinions. So, or or just be like, you know what? I've never heard of this game. I don't know what it is, and I don't care. This this one's right here up for me. Um, November fourth, Harvestella. I'm I'm Not curious. Sure I'm curious for it. I, wasn't this one in like that Nintendo Direct where it was either JRPGs or farming simulators? Yes, it was. It was in this, but I think is this, this one of them? Yes, this is one of them. Uh, yeah. This by Square Enix. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Eh. I have lost a bit of faith in Square Enix. Oh, guys. who hasn't? I'm not gonna lie. Who hasn't over the past two years? Um, but something that well, I'm excited for November eighth, Sonic Frontiers. Are you excited for it? I'm actually am. I I don't. I've never really played Sonic before. I've played okay. bits and bits and pieces of a, of a, like Sonic One and Sonic Two. Um, I played, actually, I like I played Sonic Colors Ultimate. I didn't mind that one, but I'm I'm kind of interested I'm, in it. I'm gonna wait. I might get gonna it, wait but it I'll out. wait to see what the reviews and what the public opinion is it because I've I've heard it's a very mixed bag from yeah, all that's of the what things that's too. come out from it. Um, so I'm going to wait to see what the people think once they get their hands on the full game. I've, I've yeah. heard that too, but I am curious to just try it out. I heard there was out. a lot of pop-in. It was also, um, Which, we, we didn't get to play it, but it was also at PAX. It was, it was a long line. It was like, like a two-hour, three-hour yeah, no. if you wanted to play it yeah. at PAX. Well, one game that is sure to be an absolute banger the following day, God of War Ragnarok. There you go. Tom's excited. He's ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm gearing to go. 
I can't you wait ready for to that. drag your boy? I c- yeah, I, like one thing I'm really excited about with God of War Ragnarok uh, coming out one day after Sonic Frontiers is hopefully people are like, oh, Sonic Frontiers, oh, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, they just forget Sonic. about it. <laughs> well, no doubt. You know, it's, a, it's a busy release window because the following day um, we have Among Us VR. Like out of all the VR games, I'm actually, I really want to try this. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. Maybe we game. should do that. We should play on Player One. Oh, my God. We should have an I, I don't have a VR set, though. Neither do I. Oh, I do. <laughs> you might, you might want to get that we, we, can, we, can, we can share. We can share. Um, <laughs> oh, I just died. It's your turn. And put the VR yeah, pretty much. Yep. Oh, no, I got vented. Um, but no, James, what do you think about it? Among Us VR? You keen? I'm, 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 I'm very... Again, I'm interested to see how it goes. I was... When it was announced, I was very much like, hmm, I don't... It sounds good, but I don't know how it's going to work, given you don't... It's obviously... Compared to the normal view you get, it's a lot smaller, and you need to memorise a lot more the route because you're in the place. You don't get to which, easily see the map. Which I think adds a a, be, a, a much more... Oh, I'd say a much more on-edge element to the game. I yeah, I think being yeah. VR does that as well. Yeah. Which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, well, the fo- well, not the following day. Four days later, on the 14th of November, um, It Takes Two coming to Switch. Uh, game of the year last year. Um, I don't care too much for it. I can't it's not on Switch already, which... It it's, sounded like, yeah, it's, it's... It also won Family Game of the Year that year, which I think is very worth noting, is that it is, a, it is like a sit-down, play-with-someone-else experience... Which is what the Switch is about, really. Mm, mm. Um, coming out, sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, please do. This next one, I uh, need to hear this. Four days later, two days later, this one I'm just going to briefly mention, Warzone 2. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I, thought, oh, I, was <laughs> I just find it so funny. Why? Oh, I was really I excited. I, from where I got it, I did But you're thinking about two days after that, I think. No, uh, the Devil in Me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I was absolutely thinking about that. Absolutely no. Um, I was thinking about Goat Simulator Three coming out November seventeenth. Uh, yes. Um, I didn't realize there was a Goat Simulator Two. Yeah, there's heaps of Goat Simulator spinoffs as well. well. I knew the spinoffs. I don't think but... there was actually a Goat Simulator Two. Yeah, I think there is. Well, I'm pretty sure there was just there was just a lot of Goat Simulators and spin-offs. spinoffs. Yeah. Because there was so many, like they've just collectively. The spin-offs made one. has made two, I think. Well, well you know, November eighteenth. Yeah. We get three big releases. Ooh, we so got more. We get than the one. Devil in Me. Yes. Uh, we have Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Eh. And one that I thought was funny, just it's called Heidelberg sixteen ninety three, but actually has nothing to do with Heidelberg. There's the actually suburb. another one on September eighteenth. Oh, out. November eighteenth. Yeah. So yeah, November. We've already yeah, passed September. September. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're talking about September. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, um, come on, you you should see this. Spider Man Mars Morales is coming to PC. Uh, yeah, but I've already I've already platinumed it on PlayStation. Yeah, 5, but then so. you can you can play it on on, on PC. PC and be like, wow, it's just like that time I did it, but now it's on a different system and with worse controller. Well, you can still oh. plug in a controller. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't get the Dual Sense experience. The Dual Sense is good. Oh, you a PlayStation boy. The yeah, dual, PlayStation must have the Dual Sense experience. It's well, very don't good. worry. This next game, you won't need any controls to 
to you. Is it on the 22nd of November? Uh, Just Dance 2023. Like, oh, yes. I'm ashamed that we don't have a Alex version of this. Alex is very excited about this. Like, yeah, Alex is a big fan of Just I, Dance. I want this on the Wii. Come on, we got Just Dance 2020 <laughs> on the Wii. Surely we can get Just Dance 2023 on the Wii. We'll get someone on that for you. Oh, thank you. I'm sure, I'm sure it could be modded to the Wii. Absolutely. But then uh, TBD, more likely probably never going to come out. Um, the Atari 50 Anniversary Collection. Now, listen... James, I know yes. you... Listen, you're, you're a 2000s child. Yep. You may not know what an Atari 2600 looks like. Mm. Um, but listen, are you, ex- are you excited to play tennis on the Atari 2600? I'm so looking forward to it, Mr. Connor. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, listen, uh, listen, Atari is a dead brand at this point. Like, I don't... I don't get why you have to keep bringing these collections I, I in. I do have to commend them to getting their 50th oh, anniversary. sure. That, and what's actually also interesting when I was looking at these, um, it is actually coming to the Atari as well. Oh, the VCS, yes. Yeah, the VCS. Oh, yes. it's, coming to the, <laughs> it's coming to the actual Atari, which yes, is interesting. Out of, and I think out of the entire listener base that we have here, um, six people probably knew it, what the VCS was because Lord knows, like... I don't get it. I don't get it. Atari should just be left in the past. You know, like, I get it. You want to relive the those days, but the days where people enjoyed the Atari 2600, those people who enjoyed it back then, they're not really enjoying it now. They're not really playing video games now. Well, it is. The Atari is some of them might be. Some of them might be, but they're not going to look back on the Atari 2600 and be like, go out of their way to They'll play They'll probably them. look at it and be like, wow, I'm glad video games are nothing like that now. Yes. <laughs> Because there's quality involved with it. But then again, saying that, we do have a fair amount of trash in video games today. But one thing that is... Well, you know, depending on who you are, you might think it's trash. You know what? I think it's all right. Um, Fort Nightmares uh, by Mr. Gomez from the Fortnite original soundtrack. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, James, and Tom. Woo! Smoke and Mirrors by Becca... Money is the song that you just heard, guys. You're here on Player One on Sin. The time is 10.21, so you know what that means. Absolutely. It's time for the quiz. Can we get a round of applause for the quiz? That's not not applause. That's chickens. Yeah, well, they they can't touch their wings together, can they? That's all they can do. So so what do they do instead? They... I see. This joke will never get old. The radio gave us chickens, uh, sort of. By yeah. adjacency, we found, it. We found <laughs> them we found in found the chickens. storage room, uh, and we're having fun, and we're celebrating an, an Aussie indie release. What was it? Chicken Adventures. Yes. Uh, amazing Chicken Adventures. But that's not the point. It's the quiz, and I'm the quiz host, and I'm Tom, and I've got five questions for this part of the quiz, and five questions later, you guys get a music break in between. Ooh. How it goes is I have a theme, I have these questions, I'm going to share the questions, our hosts, they can buzz in with their names, uh, and you guys at home, you can tune in uh, via social media, you can add us, uh, at Player1Sin on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, if you want to answer the questions live, or if you want to uh, just tell us how well you did, those are the ways to do it, but we're going to get into it. Of course, the caveat is, whoever wins has to write next week's quiz. Fun stuff. There is a theme. Will we be able to work it out? I've sent myself the questions and it's not in order, so bear with me. Oh, okay, cool. It never is with you. No. I, I, I swear, they're never in their order. No, they're not. Okay, so question one. 
Sharing the name of an iconic film star and Scottish comedian, this classic horror character was first li- was the first licensed DLC character in DVD, uh, Dead by Daylight, and is from what horror movie franchise? Ooh, I wasn't playing Dead by Daylight to really know this. Yeah, so but, they um, have not played Dead by Daylight full stop. Okay, so <laughs> okay, you said so it was Scottish? So they share a name with a Scottish comedian. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm famous, very famous. Did a bunch of movies in the early 2000s and late 90s. They're not as famous anymore. They had a Netflix show that was not very good. <laughs> oh, I actually don't... If Jay... Our co-host is listening along. He knows. He, he would have known. He knows uh, the movie, the TV show. It's not good. It's on Netflix. If you've seen a not good a t- show on it's Netflix, it's a TV show. Yeah. Um, I don't even have Netflix. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to think horror. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, so I'll we're take asking a... what movie franchise okay. that is there, wait, from. Is there a theme to the quiz? Yes. I'll take okay. a stab. I'll take a stab at this one. So Connor, great writing. Ha- oh, okay, great pun. Um, okay. Oh, I'm going to say. Was it? You got this. Was it Pinhead from? Um, so the movie franchise would be then. It would be. Oh shoot, 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 shoot! I actually. Oh, bang bang bang! Do you know the franchise that Pinhead is from? I don't even know Pin what Pinhead is. Oh it's my a god! Guy with pins in his head. I. <laughs> wow. Here's the thing. If you if you if you told me, I'd be like, oh my god, yes. But now now it's like it's on the tip okay, of my tongue. Okay, what if I told you? That's incorrect. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's not. It's not the Dude. Pinhead movies. I can't remember what it's called either now. For some I, reason, I don't. He's got know. the box that you got to solve the cube, the lament. Cube, oh, okay. Cube, oh, whatever. who knows? Um, James, you just head. want to take a just take a stab at one. Zero. I'll clues. give you a hint. Sure, give me a hint. This should be easy given the day. Well, you... uh, oh. Uh, uh, wait. I don't know. Friday the thirteenth. You gotta say your name. Oh, don't tell me. Oh my, oh my! Say your name. Oh, I'm such an idiot. He's not gonna get it. James FNAF? is gonna get it. Okay. Feel free to oh, say your name. It was Michael Myers. Yes. So, oh my god! So How the, am I so? So the, so the, the fr- oh. you know what? I'm not giving it to you. You've given yeah, no, it. I lost. lost it. No, yeah, I lost it. But now it's like I can't believe. Yes, that. Yes, Mike Myers. Uh, Michael oh, Myers, famous Scottish comedian. I didn't realize Mike Myers was Scottish. Yeah, I think he's Scottish, isn't he? <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was like American or Canadian. I don't think he's American. Okay, fair I enough. I, think so. go, I, I could be wrong. I could be oh wrong. Oh my god, I'm gonna do this. I'm, gonna... No, I'm basing that off of my own. I'm gonna fact check. Why are you fact checking me on that? I still feel like you should have gotten it. I feel I'm so mad that I didn't. Um, question okay. two. Sorry. Okay, Mike Myers, Canadian. Canadian. Wow, <laughs> what do you know? You're both wrong. I just think of Shrek and I think of. You think Austin Scottish? <laughs> um, he does a good Scottish accent, I guess. He does. If I said Canadian, do you think you would have got it? I don't think so, but now, but here's the thing. I, I I'll can't give you that point I... just because of that. Are you give no, the point? Oh, really? You're going to give me yeah. a point? Because right, that's sympath- my own fault, that's a, that's and you, sympathy... you, you fact-check it. Sympathy it points. Right. Okay, uh, question two. 20th Century Fox provided three terabytes of archived media for the assistance and development of what game made by Creative Assembly? Oh, Connor? Connor. Um, Was it... A- oh, was it Alien Isolation? That's correct. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. 20th Century Fox provided three terabytes of archive media. So wow. not just still footage, but also like... Just audio? F- audio, um, uh, like concept art and like behind the scenes things to help create. Because I'm like, I was like, pretty sure Creative Assembly did. And Isolation did yeah. f- feels like it an does. alien movie. It's like... Oh, yeah. But it's d- so... Just- you can, you can, if you had the choice of Aliens, Colonial Marines, or Alien Isolation, 
Don't play Colonial yeah. Marines. Even the latest Alien game. Uh, and as well, at the time, three terabytes of archive media would have been a lot. Given that would have been a lot. Yeah, a lot. That's yeah. Like, wouldn't that be like every movie? Yeah. Or it's any a... bit of like... Well, because it's the archive stuff. Yeah. Because like... they would have already had the movies. Yeah, like... yeah true. Um, question three. Uh, as the rarest song to be heard from a jukebox, what Valve game does the song Still Alive feature in? As the rarest song to be heard from a jukebox. Valve. Still Alive. Do you know Still Alive? No. Um, I know maybe, song. I'll, I'll, I'll con it. So, it, it. so this is from the game? Yeah. I'm going to say Left 4 Dead. Which one? Two. Okay, that's correct. Oh, okay. Because, um. like, think about it. Like, inherently, Valve doesn't really make many horror games or close to it. Okay. And it's like Left 4 Dead would probably be the closest. As well, this was try to trick you. Still Alive is the song that plays at the end of Portal 1. No, okay. I've never played Portal. So when you Neither. play Portal 1, there's this end credit song. <laughs> I haven't um, played Left 4 Dead either. <laughs> Neither have I'm, I. I'm, I'm so... Yeah. I'm, so that's I'm, why I was like, oh, I'll trick you. It's like, what Valve game does the song Still Alive feature in? But uh, in Left 4 Dead 2, there's a jukebox that can play music, and this is the rarest song for it okay. to play. Okay. Um, All right. So, so we got a great question stash. four. You've got three for, for three. For you, yeah, know. for me. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> this great. one uh, is going to be uh, pretty easy, I think, now uh, for Connor. Oh, God. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Connor more in the lead. Why not? Let's go. For once, a quiz is heavily, heavily done in my favor. Bloober Team SA has recently been announced as the developers for Silent Hill 2 Remake. However, these developers are also responsible for the development of what game that explores the broken mind of a painter? Oh, Connor. Yeah, why is it for you? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that one, James? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is there a chance that you could... There is absolutely okay, no right. chance chance that I knew that. No, okay, okay. Uh, so let's go. This one, this one's a lot harder. Question five. <laughs> I'll get the hard <laughs> one. If I get the hard one, I, I deserve four points. This, <laughs> this game features a protagonist whose name is a shortening of the phrase miles upshore without a paddle as he investigates biological experimentation in an asylum as he was led on by a whistleblower. Uh, Connor. Connor. So, so this is the game? This is the game. Wouldn't this be Outlast? That's also correct. <laughs> as soon as you said asylum and, like, um, journalist, I'm like, Outlast has a journalist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what game was it? Outlast. Outlast. Um, yeah, uh, so the character in uh, Outlast, his name is Miles Upshur. And it's supposed to be like a miles upshore, which is a phrase where it's like, oh, miles upshore without a paddle. No, it's okay. like, oh, you're, you, you know, if, you're, you're stuck. If you want a game that's actually going to freak you the hell out, Outlast is one of them. Mm. Especially the DLC Whistleblower. Oh, God. And you can get it standalone. Oh, okay. uh, I don't know. Outlast 2 is a bit hit and miss. I, I didn't mind it. Yeah, I think Outlast 1's better. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but we've finished the first half of the quiz. Connor. <laughs> <laughs> it's five for five. It's it's not looking good for you, James. Look, you haven't lost. not. You haven't lost though. If I get okay, I, the only way I can win is if I get every <laughs> single point after the break. I think you might be able to get and the, get the theme. I think you might be able to get the theme. Yeah, okay. I think I might be able to get the theme. All okay, right, cool, great guys. While <laughs> we're point. here, while we're figuring that part out, you can listen to. Uh, speaking of Bluber Team SA, we're going to be listening to Promise, uh, Reprise by Akira Yamaoka. Part of the Silent Hill 2 original soundtrack. And you might be like, oh, where am I listening to that? <laughs> Player one. On Sin. E by Losh is a song that you just heard, guys. If you like that, that song is part of the Swin. Swin? 
Sin Sunday Sweets. You can check that playlist out on sin.org.au, syn.org.au, where some of you may even be listening, uh, which is super cool to think about, that you can just be like, oh, it's right there, and to see the playlist. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. That's, uh, that's something that's messing with me. But the quiz! We're back! Connor, you're on five points. James, you're on none. For those of you who aren't sure how it works, <laughs> yes. I, have, I have gotten... Zero. We're points. having a we're having a quiz about uh, horror related stuff. It does have a theme kind of not related to that, um, but it's because it's Halloween, and I've got a few questions. We're gonna have to cut to a music break for me to write the last two questions. <laughs> unprepared, uh, unprepared. It's hard. I, I I write all these complicated questions, and I like to have fun trivia facts in there. Well, so if you, you want, I've got. Like... I can I can name some questions off the top of my. Well, head. Well, maybe we don't I even can... need to if you if you get such a lead. Oh. Yeah, if you get all of them, it, there's... it's going to be like the most. If you get one, <laughs> if you get one, there is literally zero chance for J- me to come J- back. James is going to plead the mercy rule. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Question six. Okay. Uh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, uh, the hosts can tune in, uh, shout out with their, their name at any point as the buzzer, and we'll go to them for the question. So when um, they will have like, we'll get actual buzzers, and it'll be like really cool. But like for now, we just no, <laughs> just no, count no, James. Me. This is my buzzer. Interesting. Could go for it. Uh, so I have one too. no, 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 no. <laughs> it'll, it'll be too confusing for people who have to listen. Wait, wait. If I could do it like different. Wait, you wait. can't do it. It's the same noise. That's it's gonna be it's too similar. Too similar. Oh, well, nice try. <laughs> um, so, question six. What phrase was used as a program trigger for the main protagonist uh, in this game? Oh, no, actually, what's the phrase? Not the game. After the phrase, sorry. Um, causing them to hijack an aeroplane and begin the events of their game. Uh, the phrase is often associated with golf clubs. Oh, Connor. Connor. Um, would you kindly from yeah. Bioshock One? I had to add the the golf club part. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I figured where you were going. Like I knew where you were going with it, but yeah. then it's like oh, of mild course, the spoiler golf- for Bioshock One in case you haven't played it. Yeah. Uh, but I think if you know that, still, it's interesting to oh, play. Oh, I love Bioshock. Yeah. I love the first one. Great. Well, there you go. Connor's won there the quiz. There you go. Mercy, <laughs> <laughs> mercy <laughs> rule. <laughs> no. Um, so I won't, I won't worry about it too much. But we'll see if you can get the quiz theme before I even finish writing it. Um, so, question seven. This movie franchise has a DLC character for Dead by Daylight that is the only survivor who is voiced by their live-action counterpart. Oh, okay, that's a tr- Now, that's a tricky one. Yeah, I do and not it was know a big thing. They're like, oh, look at us, and we got this James? person to do it. James. Tomb Raider? Uh, Tomb Raider, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, just to clarify There's this, a few live-action counterparts for this Tomb Raider is, as well. This is for the survivor. Survivor. So, there was no killer that went with this survivor. No killer that went with the survivor. Okay. That might make it even more... Complicated. Or easy. I don't know. To be honest, this is one I definitely don't know. Prolific actor, prolific voice talent, sort of, but they play themselves typically in voice stuff. I'm just trying to think of characters off the top of my Mm. head, but... um... I reckon people at home will have gotten this. Dead by Daylight fans. Oh, Dead by Daylight fans, absolutely. J- you know, Jay would have gotten this straight yeah. away. Um, Honestly, originally I was like, oh, what if I read a quiz and the theme is Jay would have got this immediately? <laughs> this is actually quite a tricky one. Yeah. I, I, I actually nothing. don't know this one. I might abstain. Okay, so uh, it's Evil Dead. Oh, oh, Ash. Ash is voiced oh, by Bruce Campbell. Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Well... Boom, wild card question. Oh. Yeah, it really got you. Three James, 
I, I want to throw you a question. Oh, let's see. Is this a Dead yeah. by Daylight one? No, absolutely not. Oh, this okay. is uh, Resident Evil 1. Which I haven't played. Oh, boy. Oh, God. I haven't played any Resident Evil. Is, is it not going to be able to get it then? Oh, maybe not. Damn it. All right, you've just thrown me out there. God damn it. <laughs> just ask the question. We'll no, ask the question right, and I'll fail miserably. I'll answer so, whether it's right or has no relation to the game whatsoever. I'll try to answer it. So... When Jill Valentine escapes the collapsing room in Resident Evil 1, yes. the, the trap room, yes. uh, she rendezvous with uh, with Barry Burton. And what does Barry Burton say to Jill? Where have you been? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you almost turned into a Jill sandwich. It's a great quote, great quote. Oh. That is an actual quote from the original Resident Evil. Yeah, don't look much into the original Resident Evil's whole thing. This, like, the personal actor scripts and also the actors who... The crediting for the actors is completely incorrect. The live-action actors are not the people who did the voice acting as well. No, that's completely uh, but separate. But they, they, they credited them as the same people. Oh. It's right. weird. James, I was going to give you one point. Resident Evil, is there zombies in Resident Evil? Yes. Yay! <laughs> I saw a few dancers last night at this dance competition that were inspired by Resident Evil. Oh, very nice. Interesting. Anyway, question eight, which is the last one I have written. Oh, great. Um, what <laughs> game series, because I think you'll get this, what game series, uh, English title, has a main character whose name is an anagram for the console that the game originally released on? Uh, now, a hint, I guess. Uh, notoriously, the Japanese version of this game features a protagonist naked at one point, having in the American version replaced it that they're wearing pajamas. Oh. Japanese horror. Yeah, it's a more friendly horror. It's more kid friendly. Um, I'm trying to think. Is it? I was supposed to be like it relates on this console. It is, it, it is old. It is it's old. old. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we're talking classic consoles. Yeah, uh, the second generation. Okay. Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't want to say second generation because in my head, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's pretty old. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, old. Off the top of my but head, like, I don't have this one. Not like one. Atari old. Is it the James? I don't know the name, but it's getting the remaster on the Switch. I it's have the no photography. Idea. It's like. It's it has nothing to do with photography. Okay. Are you thinking Fatal Frame? Yes. Uh, no. No. The main character of that game is not Iwi or Wii or whatever. Was that was that Wii U that it released on Fatal Frame? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Okay. You got this, Connor? How you feeling? No, I don't. I'm actually not confident in this at all. Okay. I actually don't know this at this all. This one's really. This one is a bit tricky, it's, but it, I think fans tricky. of the series will know. So Just off the top of my head, I got nothing. The game is Earthbound. Oh, okay. No, you lost right. me instantly. Now, yeah. So who's the main character? Oh, Earthbound. Ness. So Ness is an anagram for SNES. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense now. But no, I know nothing about Earthbound. Yeah. So. And there's a there's a like a sequence of the game where Ness is naked in the Japanese version. No. But in the American, they like yeah, well, kind of naked children. No. Pajamas. That's that's yeah. that's weird. Totally understandable. But no, um, no, 100%. so James, what's the theme? Have you figured it out? I don't know. Spooky Halloween horror. Okay, I actually haven't figured it out. Or it's um, you know, actually on the first two, I was going to be like Green Maiden characters was the theme <laughs> I was going because we had Shrek and Alien. <laughs> 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 well, <it's> not... 
the, Halloween. This the, is Black Myers is like the Xenomorphs are not green, aren't they? No, no they're oh they're black. They're yeah, black. true. They're, <laughs> okay. So do you know how much I know about Alien? <laughs> Have you ever out to work out the theme? No, I haven't. Okay, so guys, if you get out the le- first letter of every name of the games, you're doing that again. I did it again. I felt like it went uh, so simple. Okay, Malco. Wow, really? I'm gonna let James get yeah. this. No, it spells out Halloween. Oh, okay. So I was gonna do the number ten would have been the number two, and it would be like, oh, Halloween the first two. One? Uh, Halloween. Oh, it was from Halloween. Yeah, oh, okay. I wrote down oh, the wrong that thing. makes sense. In, uh, that makes all the sense in the world. There. Yeah, you okay. probably wrote it down, Mike Myers. Yeah. Yeah, and he Shrek. did. <laughs> That's why I worded the questions weirdly to throw you guys off. Well, oh. that was a quiz. It was a bit of a dysfunctional one. Hey, we got there in the end. I got the we one bonus point yeah, <laughs> for yeah, guessing yeah. our zombies in, in Resident well, right, Evil. I get to, oh, I, I get to win the prize of, of writing, writing quiz next, next week. Quiz. All right. And you don't have to do a horror themed one. No, I don't. Unlike I me. Which I was like, oh, you guys might say, what's the theme? It's horror. They're all horror questions. Yes. <laughs> Which was obvious. But uh, we had fun, I think. We did. We I, did. I, I, I so many I liked watching points. Connor just obliterate the scene and me be like, <laughs> oh, okay, wow. But as we kind of come to the end of the show, we're not done yet, but I feel like we are in the final hours. Final hours by Theo Fanny. That sounds funny to say. A remix from the original Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Oh, golly. <laughs> yeah, it's the final hours. Uh, we're here, we're on play one, and we're on sin. And that was Happy Ending by Kilela. And that's probably how, that's, I probably Kalala? butchered that. Kilela? I think that the song name is quite astute. And I and I did you put that here? I on did. I, I chose it. It's a happy ending. We're at the end of our show, guys. I wonder how many shows this week have done that, or are gonna do that. Yeah, because this is the last song. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it. So many shows are gonna do this. So if you if you listen to Sin on a regular basis, um, <laughs> please let us know actually, because I don't always listen to all the shows all the time, because you know, I have a life. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Oh, there's heaps of... I, I'm, I'm I would sure. say I well, listen to Sin quite a bit, but it's just if I'm driving or not. Well, yeah. Or if I'm... Listen, if you don't have the time, you can catch us just in the podcast realm whenever, you, yeah. whenever you're on the train, whenever you're on, you know, maybe driving on the way home from work. Uh, go check it out. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Omni, all those great places. Player One, Sin. And listen, if they do not have us on their podcast platform... They're not a good podcast platform. Just saying, and you know, check us out in the social medias as well. The 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 Twitters, the Instagrams, the TikToks, all player ones in YouTube. They've they've got tags now. Yeah, yeah. YouTube is just now. I managed as soon as I got the email saying you can do handles. I went straight into the channel. Reserved player one sin, and that is for us forever. Fantastic. Now, um, now it's going to do it for my own personal on channels. Uh, YouTube's. I think the last thing we did was an interview with Elmsa. Well, I was going to say we have... As well as... uh, Yeah, as well as our um, playlist. So if you want to find the entire show, you know, the songs we play during the show, because we've got gaming songs, we've got songs from the Sweet 16, you can find that on our YouTube. Literally just go into our playlists. They're all public for you to go and see. This one's the Halloween special, because it's the 31st. There's some very special Halloween songs on there, you know? Wait, are we going to be doing Halloween things every 31st? Aww. Well, that's what we always do. Oh, every 
Every Halloween episode. Every October thirty first. October not every thirty first, every October thirty first. Oh. You know, we always we always do spooky stuff, but you know, as well, we got a big a big thank you to our live studio audience for being such great sports tonight. Oh, yeah. So yeah. so oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, don't do Oh, you... they're, they're here. They're yeah. here. Come on, One... don't be shy. Don't be shy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. We love having you here. Um but guys, any final words before we close up tonight? Oh, uh, you know, it's always it's always a pleasure having being on the show, being and having all you here. Um, whether you be here physically with us, speaking to you, Tom and Connor, or listening in either Melbourne, around the country, around the world, or even you know in the future. Yeah, I, I um I am just so happy. I don't know. I love doing the show. I love horror. I love that I got to dress. I up. don't love horror. Um, I really didn't like. How into Bubsy you got in between songs were going on? You were just like doing Bubsy quotes. I didn't even understand any of them, Connor. But I thought it was cute how much you love the character. Wow, an arrow! Aren't <laughs> these game designers wonderful? So you know how many times we heard that, guys? It's been crazy. But you know what else crazy? It's ten fifty-five. We ended early. I know we, we get to. We did that. I think. I think it's actually the first time I've been here where we where we completed the entire you show. Know what? And guess what? We get to we get to finish up early. Get to go home early. Don't we oh. love the feeling of finishing work early? Yeah, we do. But before we go, well, you know, not before we go. While we go, there is one more song that there is there for you, and that's our song twenty nine of our playlist, the Megamist Extend song today. It's from Celeste original soundtrack. That's Resurrections, and that's by Lena Rain, guys. You've been listening to Player One. And where are they all staying right now? On Sin. <laughs>